0: Hey guys, we are so excited because in February, 2022, we are going on tour and hopefully we are coming to a city near you. Head to www.forthegirl.com for all of our stops and dates. It's going to be an incredible night of encounter. Ken's and I are bringing a message. We're going to be leading you in a time of response. We have an amazing worship band coming with us and you'll get the chance to hang out with us. We're going to be doing all sorts of meet and greets and hangs. It's going to be so awesome. head to our website to get your tickets and we will see you on tour hey girl you're listening to the for the girl podcast the podcast designed for you join mac and
1: ken's as they cover all the hard topics for real life girls trying to love jesus get ready for encouragement truth and let's be real a little bit of a hot mess is it just me or mac and ken's your new best friends let's get into the episode Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another, a new For The Girl episode. We're Mac and Ken's, your hosts. And it is an honor, a
0: privilege,
1: our favorite thing to be here for you today.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited about today's episode. We have... One of our biggest girl crushes oh, on the planet yes, on the podcast love today. Seriously, for years, Kenz and I have low-key, high-key been obsessed with MMA Jenkins. Yes. And this is her second time on the podcast. Last time she was on and talked about friendship, and it was so fun and so yeah. awesome. And this time she is back, and we're actually gonna be talking about um sharing the gospel. MMA is one of those people who just shares it so effortlessly. Yeah. She's just one of those people whose life Like exudes the good news of Jesus. And so we're excited to kind of pick her brain about tips and tricks for y'all on how we can be just women who share the gospel in our everyday lives. And so we're super, super excited about that. But I hope that you noticed that all throughout November, there was a lot of fun things happening here in the Mm -hmm. For the Girl Mm -hmm. world. Should we just recap it real quick? Yes, please. I mean, okay. first things first, we launched Two new merch items. Yeah, the cutest ever. Your new wardrobe staples. Currently wearing the zip-up hoodie that says... um, Happier because of him. It's on the back, so I forgot for a second. (laughs) But happier because of him. I
1: love it. Yep. And we got a cute little hoodie. It's amazing, you guys. Um, But we also, more importantly, we released a brand new study called Freedom Looks Good on You. This is a six-week study all about encountering Jesus. Sometimes we have these things that are just like so chained to us, so stuck in our spirit and distracting us um, from just like intimacy with Jesus. And so this book walks you through how to break free of these things. You're diving into the word of God. um, You're processing it. And really, you get to do this in community, which is the coolest thing ever. Um, This book actually has a group. Study um, that goes along with it, so yeah. you can grab your gal pals. <laughs> I yes. actually hate when people say that. <laughs> grab your gal pals,
0: <laughs> grab your friends, and yeah. you can do what we're calling freedom groups. So freedom group. Ken and I have led many a Bible studies over the years, and I have been so excited to lead a group of women through this study because yes. I think it's so designed. I think f- walking in freedom with Jesus on your own is great, but walking in freedom amongst community is so powerful and when chains break all over the room. It's just so powerful. And that's what I think can happen in this study is as you open up, as you're vulnerable with your group, as you share about how you've been maybe like living in bondage to these things, like getting super honest and real about that. I think it just allows the chains to break for other women as we're vulnerable, as we're real, as we're authentic. It allows other women to step into vulnerability and to step into freedom with Jesus. And so what I love about this study, this is the first time we've ever done this, but actually In the book, there are there's a group guide for every single week, and there's three parts to it. Mm -hmm. Um, The first part is just kind of you're going to reflect on the week, what really stood out to you, how did the scripture speak to you? Kind of recap the week of your personal study, and then secondly, there is a getting real section. So, like I talked about, that's where like you share the hard, messy stuff, the things you've never admitted maybe before. Like you get so real with your group, and that just like paves the way for the Holy Spirit to show up and do his thing, which is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then the last part of every group week is the thing, what we're calling step into freedom. And it's yes. actually an encounter moment. It's a time for you guys to tangibly say, Hey, we want freedom in the name of Jesus. And so we are going to do what it takes to do that. And so yes. it's a way just as a group to collaboratively and collectively step into freedom together. They're so fun. And so good. I have already been dreaming up my freedom group. That's right. I'm going to be doing one soon. You know, i My little small town of Matthews, North Carolina. (laughs) And I'm excited about leading a group of women through that. But if you want to do that, we actually have a ton of resources for you that you can find on our website. Yes. So some of you, you might be like, oh my gosh, I want
1: to lead a group of girls. Like, I don't know, maybe it's somebody from a church or you want to lead like a younger group of girls. Maybe for some of you, I'll have one friend or a person that you mentor. Um, And you want to do that together. Maybe some of you just have like your girlfriends and you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like we've just been so like surface level and I really want to get deep together. I want to be intentional with this. Like six weeks, I can do this with my friends, meet together weekly and do the thing. Some of you guys might just really feel a calling to leadership and you don't know who the heck would be in your group, Um, but we have so many resources for you to build a group and it's going to be incredible. So you head to our website and you can sign up to lead there. And as soon as you sign up, you'll get a ton of... Of resources. Mac and I have been like doing this Bible study thing for like 10 plus years. And we kind of feel like we got all the best tips, tricks, things to make it <laughs> you amazing. can learn from all of our mistakes. Truly. Every single one of our epic fails. <laughs> Truly. But these are going to be like, seriously, like your small group is not going to be a surface yeah. level, like wasted time type of group. Like you're going to go deep. There's going to be. So much that you can work with. It's going to be incredible. Truly, truly, truly. So go sign up right now. And if you don't want to be a part of the group, you just want it as a personal Bible study. It is exactly that. So um, head to forthegirl.com and get your freedom Freedom book and dive back into the word of
0: God. Gosh, I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited. And just a reminder, you can lead any of our studies with a group. So yep. um, you can look for resources on leading a group just in general on our website. And you can take women through any one of our Bible studies on our website, for com. So you know really what else is. we launched though? Oh, Tour. how could we forget we launched our yeah. for the girl tour 2022 schedule and oh man we're coming we're going to a everywhere. city near you so that's also on the website
1: uh, yes yeah, so go to the website to sign up for that it's gonna be incredible a night of worship a night to encounter jesus meet some people near you that are also, like, following Jesus wholeheartedly. Also, you might get to take a little, little pick with us or we force one with you. Yeah, we'll Who probably knows? force one. But like you,
0: you You want a picture? Like, come yeah, on, we, we need, need the picture. Please, please, please. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please. A little selfie. Yeah. Um, it's going to be good. Yes. Anything else, Mark? I think those were the big things that happened. Yeah. Thanksgiving happened. It was awesome. It was amazing. Oh, my goodness. And How now is... It's like officially Christmas now. Oh, 100%. Do you have your Christmas tree? Um, Yes. We went the day after Thanksgiving to my favorite little mountain town, cut down a Christmas tree, and what? it was amazing. That's amazing. And my house. Who
1: cut down the tree? Did you personally saw it? Yes. Personally. Then who carried it?
0: You. You. Uh- Yes, me. Yeah. I personally carried. I did all the hard work. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, no help from any males whatsoever. uh uh-uh. um, but Mac my, is strong. I yeah. don't know if you guys
1: know this about her, but like I don't Thank know you. why you aren't like uh, in CrossFit competitions. I
0: know. Have you thought about it? I mean, I don't want to get too bulky. So, <laughs> you know. I'm trying not I to. I mean, why the, not?
1: Why, why not, not. <laughs> let's if go you could be the I'm winner up for crossfit <laughs> tomorrow um we probably have some crossfit listeners yeah Heyo. my roommate
0: is a crossfitter she is yeah she that. is she is i um, truly
1: don't understand what crossfit is like it's a mystery either. to me
0: my cousin is like a pro crossfitter too she's pretty impressive why is it that if you don't go to crossfit you, you don't just know don't what, don't what it is no
1: for all i know they could just be sitting on I their think butt tires
0: I, they flip tires
1: I don't know. I, I thought it was like short too. Is it 30 minutes?
0: It, no, I think it's long. I have no clue. I, think I definitely
1: strong. think they don't do like any cardio, which I feel like is yeah. not true.
0: No, I think they do some cardio. Yeah. I but don't it, you like know what I mean? Don't you just I picture them no lifting clue. weights? I just picture them doing those like this when their face gets red and they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I
1: picture. I follow this really great girl on Instagram. You guys should all follow her. Her uh, Shoot. I don't know how to. I don't know if she her husband's a crossfitter
0: oh, okay one day
1: i'll tell you guys who it is
0: okay perfect but yes i was telling my my house is amazing i've been oh yeah i have been literally for months stockpiling christmas decorations for the perfect christmas vibe and it's very vibey so come over come away come on cool. we'll have cookies and watch a whole well, what's like the vibe how do you make it vibey well, okay, so I have the perfect. I just have the perfect house because I have a great fireplace, great place for the Christmas tree, great places for greenery. So there's greenery everywhere. Are you getting prideful or? Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. Hey, Matt, come over. It's
1: hum- awesome. You need to be humble. I need some humility <laughs> with, in my Christmas decor, <laughs> but it's amazing. She's like, I'm great. My house is great. Like, <laughs> I'm <amazing>. strong. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'm great. Wait, okay. but, do you have any tips though? Because I need them. Because like honestly, I right now my vision
0: it's not up yet and it's pretty ratchet i think I don't you just have to do. figure out your christmas aesthetic like you don't have to do red that's and green That's problem it's hard if red and greens not your aesthetic don't do red and green i'm doing pinks and greens because that's my aesthetic you know pink and green like touches of pink lots of i i focus more on the greenery with like lights like sparkly because okay, yeah. like you know but some people are twinklers. like the white like some people are all whites With like wood accents, you know, just be aesthetic and uh, go hard with it. Just real quick, what do you feel about? Okay, maybe we should talk about this next episode. No,
1: go, just go. go, Okay, let's hear. Uh, What do you feel about like fake tree versus real tree?
0: Well, I grew up with a real tree just because like we lived in the mountains of North Carolina, we'd always cut it down easy. So I'm a real tree girl, but I'm not prideful again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not against fake trees. I won't judge you.
1: What Uh, are you? I'm I'm a real tree
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: (laughs) tree or yeah actually not always I grew up with a fake tree um but I always thought that was lame I mean three yeah. years old I was like come on mom let's get a <laughs> the real tree one. <laughs> yeah I, I like genuinely to be honest guys this is some hard truth I I I low-key judge people with fake trees I'm like why so
0: you're the prideful one <laughs> <laughs> I guess
1: so I'm like why did you not get a real one like are you the Grinch that sold Christmas? Like you want a plastic thing in the corner of your room? Like I know it's easier, but like, come on. We can all do the little hard work. It's also a fun
0: journey. That's what I think. It's a fun experience to go get your Christmas tree and like, that's just cute and fun. Yeah, it's so fun. So. Totally.
1: Okay. Well, everybody figure out your Christmas vibe. That's going to be really that's important tip. right now. That's the tip. Big but tip. But more importantly, we are super excited for this episode. It is going to be so good. We're going to learn some ways that we can share the gospel in our everyday. And honestly, more than anything, we could just get to hear Emma Mae's sweet voice sweet.
0: of encouragement. She is so sweet. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it with Emma Mae. Okay guys, I'm so excited to tell you about one of my favorite Christmas resources and it is Elfster. Elfster is the best thing in the world when it comes to secret Santa gift exchanges. We do this every single year at the Delight HQ. Our entire team, we use Elfster to draw names for our secret Santa. It's one of my favorite things and Elfster is the number one secret Santa app in the world. You can create a free gift exchange to make gift giving 10 times easier. You just set the date and the budget and Elfster will take care of the rest. I mean, they even draw names for you. So no spoilers here, no surprises. You know that it's gonna be an amazing gift exchange. It brings family and friends together no matter where they are. You can even do it virtually. You can add gifts to your wish list from all your favorite brands, including Amazon, Etsy, Nordstrom, Sephora, Zappos, if you need some new shoes all you got to do is go to elster.com or download the app it makes it so easy to share your wish list with family and friends everybody gets the gift that they want this christmas and you got to do it so use elster for your secret santa gift exchange this christmas season
1: Emma we are super pumped to have you on the For The Girl podcast. This is going to be so fun. So if you don't know, we start off every For The Girl episode with a thing called three minute tea. And you have two topics that you're going to get to pick from and you give the tea. But we're talking like it's not just like you chat about the subject. We want to know the true Tea, the
0: juicy details okay are you good with that
2: <laughs> I am so tracking with you
0: <laughs> well I feel for you because we picked two funny topics for you that I will die either one you share so I can't wait so okay you ha- get to pick between between these two tea topics number one is your honeymoon or number two is what we didn't see in your wedding video
2: <laughs> oh. which one oh my goodness is it gonna be oh my goodness oh wait okay I, I'm so indecisive and those are two <laughs> incredible things that I have to pick okay. you've got
1: to pick honeymoon or what we didn't see in your wedding video if you guys haven't watched your wedding video you need to you check it out on the it. gram of course <laughs>
2: oh man okay I think I'm gonna do something that wasn't seen in the wedding video okay okay Okay, that's perfect okay Okay.
1: so I'm starting a timer and once it starts I'll tell you (laughs) when I'll go three two one and then once it starts you just start talking we'll help you with some questions maybe later on but yeah okay you got it here we go one
2: two three go okay so I know that some brides say that their wedding day was like a blur but I and I that's totally understandable but I look at my wedding day and I remember every moment like every moment I just remember it so vividly like I remember walking into the lodge where all of my girls were and we were eating chicken minis and fruit (laughs) and they were all in their PJs and there was love music playing over the speakers and it was just so filled with joy we had coffee. and like it was just it was just so fun and I think that that's what like that you don't see in the video is just Mm -hmm. the ins and outs of the day like me riding on the golf cart with my mom and and, like before the first look and I'm like hiding in this corner and my mom is like my wonder woman and she comes and she brings my lip gloss for me and I reapply deodorant and I reapply (laughs) perfume and I'm like trying to be the most stoic version of myself ever as Josh is like feet away from me but doesn't know that I'm feet away from him and like little things and like I I'm hungry all the time and my girls (laughs) were like just serving me like hand and foot they were like are you hungry okay we're gonna go cut you up some apples and so we're all sitting in our dresses and they have apples like just right there for me and okay something else I I feel like I have so much, like, sweet nuggets to pop into three minutes. Okay, we it.
0: This is amazing.
2: But I have to just brag on my wedding planner. She was a queen, and I don't even want to know how our day would be if she was not a part of it in the way she was. So she literally, like... We, me and Josh were talking with people for probably 30 minutes and we wanted to get on the dance floor so bad but of course you're having fun talking with people but I told my wedding planner I was like hey I would love to make sure that we get to dance at our wedding I don't want to miss that mm-hmm. and she made it happen she's like oh you're <laughs> dancing and oh. she like she made sure that we got to get on the dance floor and dance with all of our people and That's so fun awesome. and actually like things are coming to my mind as I'm talking that something else that was so cool so all of us girls were in this little room, um, before like the ceremony started Mm. and my photographers were just, I could brag on all of the vendors. They were just phenomenal, but my photographers were in there and, um, one of the girls, in my group, her name is Kinley, and she is from Dothan, Alabama. She loves God. She's one of the cutest humans ever. And she said, Hey, she was talking to the photographer. She said, Hey, can can we how can we be praying for you? And right then and there, all of us girls circled up and we just spent Mm. time in prayer, not only just like, over, of course, the wedding, but over the photographer. And I think that that was something like, Yes, you see prayer happening mm-hmm. in the video, but even more prayer was happening in footage that you couldn't see. Uh-oh. Oh, it was so good. Emma, did,
1: he, Emma, <laughs> did you just see the
0: timer went off? Uh, that you was can, amazing. You yeah, finish, sh- finish that finish thought. Story. That's yeah. so good. Okay, the prayer. I love it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, and so the wedding video was so incredible. And I think it was so incredible because of so many things that took place that's not in the wedding video. Mm. And that is the prayer behind it and the people behind the camera and the people who spurred me and Josh on and allowed us to be the just the the level at which we are at with the yeah. Lord and with each other, and so yeah, I could talk about that forever.
1: So <laughs> fun! It sounds amazing. Emma, uh, gosh, okay, the listeners need to know. I'm probably gonna mess up MMA's name a million she's, times. I, I'm she's sorry. not from I'm, the south, guys. Yeah. She doesn't know the double name <laughs> thing. <laughs> but uh, I was gonna ask: Are you a pretty good dancer out there? Do you yeah, break it down? I want to know.
2: Oh man, I would say I love dancing and I will boldly dance without oh, shame. But I don't that. know if Dancing with the Stars would be calling me up. <laughs>
1: that's yeah, <it>. that's <laughs> yes.
0: You're willing yes, to be bye. humbled. Bye. On that's the all. Dance floor. <laughs> that's all it takes. I think if as long as you're confident on the dance floor, it doesn't matter. That's yeah,
2: People I can think that's what makes that. it fun. Yes. Yeah. Is Josh good like, I think um it sounds I like think I would going the same for him. Wait, <laughs> this is so funny. Oh, that's he's awesome. a
0: funny dancer. I think okay. he's a very funny dancer. <laughs> I love that. That's great. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was awesome. I loved finding out what we didn't see in the wedding video. And seriously, if you haven't seen the wedding video, you got to go watch it. You got to go. Um, But wow. So you are newlyweds and you guys are doing the thing. And it's just so cool, Emma, just to just to watch your whole life, kind of what you do. Ken's and I have been just fans of yours for forever. And we just feel like cheerleaders on your sideline Mm -hmm. just because we... Mm -hmm. I just love the way that you go about your faith, the way that you share your go- share the gospel. I think in your everyday life, and um, yeah. we're so excited to have a conversation with you today. Um, you know, talking to the girl or for the girl who wants to share. The gospel more. And I think you have so much to share. And so yes. before we kind of dive into that conversation that I'd love for you just to share for those of us who, or for those of our listeners who maybe don't know as much about you, a little bit of your faith journey, like what has led you to this moment? Um, and what has kind of been kind of the precursor to our conversation today in terms of your walk with God and why you are where you are today?
2: Absolutely. I love that question. I think that that should be something we talk about all the time because I think we're prone to forgetting. So just remembering how the Lord has redeemed us and remembering where he's brought us from, we should always be reminiscing on that and honestly growing in how we talk about it because the more we talk about it, the more we realize things in it that we didn't notice while it was happening. But um, I grew up in a home that Loved the Lord. That was um, just talking to the Lord and singing about the Lord and um, just reading his word. Like that was a normal seat in our home. Mm. But I believe that no matter who you are or what type of family environment you grow up in or what your family's last name is, like you, there comes a point in time where everybody no matter who you are, like I said, is going to give an account before the Lord for the life that you live and why you lived it. And Mm -hmm. like, what's so important is all of us have an eternity. Like everyone has an eternal reality and it's either with Mm -hmm. the Lord or it isn't. And what, like the determining factor of that is your personal surrender to Jesus. And so that happened for me whenever I was 14 years old and I simply told the Lord like I just want to know who you are um and whenever you whenever you surrender your life to the Lord and you want to know who he is it can't help but overflow into a desire to make him known like as you get to know him you want other people to know him too um as I know y'all know that because y'all live that out um Mm -hmm. And so that happened when I was in eighth grade and I changed my Instagram name at the time because I was talking about the Lord in the hallways of my middle school and within my home and just in any capacity that I had. But also the Lord impressed it on my heart. Why not allow my captions to just be about what I'm putting on your heart, Emma, and what you're learning from me and my word? And so I had an Instagram because I grew up moving a lot and um, it was a means by which I could stay in touch with friends that I had left behind with each move, and so I changed my Instagram name from mmaj99 <laughs> to <laughs> I know, I know, I love it to. First Corinthians 13 love, and I did that because it is His love that casts out all fear. I now can boldly approach His throne of grace, and I now, um, nothing it, nothing at all could ever separate me from His love, and it's no longer I who live. I have been put to death, and I've been resurrected in a new life, and I'm filled with His Spirit, and so even if people just saw a glimpse of my life through social media, I didn't want them to see MMAJ99. Like, I wanted them to see God. God who is love and who loved them so much that he sent his one and only son to die for them so that they would believe in him. They could spend eternity with him forever. And so that's how I began to just use Instagram and that way. I never intended to have hundreds of, followers never like never intended for it to be where it is. I just wanted to tell more people about him and that was another way I could. Mm-hmm. And about two, three years go by and I'm just in the word and we our family makes another move and I'm now in tenth grade. And a lot of I'm um, this is a very much of a short version of the story, but I uh, am starting to experience a lot of online bullying, and from videos I'm making about the Lord, and posts that I'm writing about Him, and encouragement that I'm that I'm posting about. It's I didn't know what a meme was until I became one, and I things were going viral that like I didn't even know they were going viral, and it was it was kind of a, a wild time, but it was so awesome and yeah. <laughs> i i say that because not because the words didn't hurt but because like how powerful is it that what the enemy intends to plant seeds of insecurity, what people intend to tear down, like the Lord intends for good and for the saving of many lives. And so yes, through a means of bullying, the majority of my platform was grown. That's also now I'm able to reach the amount of people I'm reaching with the gospel because God used that to now create what I'm doing. And now I still just want to know God and just want to make him known. And it's cool how whenever we have that heart, God will open up doors for us to live that out in ways in which we didn't even know existed. We didn't even know to pray for. We just prayed, God, I just want to bring you glory through my life. And he, he creates avenues for us to do that and in, in ways that's just so sweet and he's just so in control and so that's that's what I'm doing and if Instagram cancels me tomorrow then I'm mm-hmm. still going to tell people about him in my grocery store like it, mm-hmm. it's still um it's still my life mm-hmm. so I love him
1: <laughs> yes it just so overflows wow. from yeah. the way you speak and the way you share things um on honor- and off of social media. It's so, so sweet. Okay, I want to know, like, and you even talked a little bit about it. I think there's a lot of people listening who are like, gosh, I would love to share my faith more often. I would love to speak up about my faith more often on, on social media And also like in my friend groups and when I go to the grocery store and all those things, but they're super nervous and they're like, are they going to think differently of me? Are they going to make fun of me? Am I going to look judgmental? Like so many like lies and insecurities just running through their mind. And I would love for you to just like speak on that a little bit of like, how are you able to be so bold and so confident and care less? I think about what other people think. What does that look like for you?
2: That's such a good question. I have a couple of thoughts that come to my mind. And one of the thoughts I have is I had a conversation about sharing the gospel with my dad recently. And something he said stuck with me. He said, we are going to be excited to share the Lord with people whenever we are truly grateful for what the Lord has done and who he is in our lives. Mm -hmm. Like we i don't just the the opinions of man and the response of man it is going to be so dim in comparison to how awesome god is and the, it, I love in Psalm 107 seven two. it says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Like when I know that God has saved me and he loves me and I've tasted and seen his goodness in my life, I can't help but be grateful for that. And if I truly am grateful for what he's done, then I'm not going to be able to, like, it's going to override the fear of what people may think. I'm going to love people too much to be able to keep it from him. Like it does that mean, you know, yeah. It's like I love you so much that it would be selfish of me to keep this to myself because I care about your eternity more than I care about my comfortability. Mm. Yeah. It's
0: good. Wow. That's so good. So good, <laughs> MMA. Wow. I think that's so true. I think sometimes um we hear about, you know, sharing the gospel or evangelizing and we start to just put pressure on ourselves, but I I yeah. think that it comes from that overflow of that love of God. And Mm -hmm. I think that, um, Oftentimes, Ken's and I actually, when we speak to delight leaders, sometimes the women who are you know leading the campus organizations on different college campuses, and oftentimes they're like, you know, nobody's showing up and nobody's doing this. And oftentimes we tell them, sometimes the biggest problem is it's a passion problem. Like we've fallen mm-hmm. out of love of we've fallen out of love with God. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, if we go back to the root, if we go back to the first love mm-hmm. story with God, and, and reignite that love that we have for our Creator, um, and our savior, then everything else seems to flow so much more naturally from that. And so I think that's such a good word to remember of like, when Mm -hmm. you are in love with your father, in love with your creator, you can't help but tell people. And so how do you really practically, um, kind of develop that love that you have for God on a daily basis? Like, what does that look like for you day in and day out to like, be like, I am going to fall in love with God today, even more than I did yesterday. How do you do that?
2: Mm-hmm. That that's oh, I love all your questions so much. <laughs> um, so practical. There are three practical things that I would share and just emphasize so much, um, and I believe that it's possible for everybody to do. Um, if you have a Bible and if you have a heart, and if there is a church within your radius, then this is available to you. Um, and those three things are: is to be in prayer. Do you talk to the Lord? Like I think it's. Um, I heard one of my dear friends say um, recently that, like, I want to make sure that I'm talking to the Lord more than I'm talking about Him. Mm-hmm. and I, I that kind of just stuck with me a little bit that like we can hop on podcasts all the time we can um, be walking down the hallways and having conversations all the time about God which is incredible don't stop that but if I would actually acknowledge how often do I just sit alone with him or do I just am I driving in my car or am I working out or am I like whatever I'm doing throughout my day do I actually talk with him because when I think about a relationship with anybody like not even talking about the Lord here. If I'm talking about my relationship with my brother or my husband or my mom or my best friend, my relationship with them, it's hard to really grow it whenever I don't talk to them ever, yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so kind of seeing it as the fact that like my walk with God is a relationship and First um, Thessalonians 5.17 says to be in prayer like continually. And Colossians 4.2 says, devote yourself to prayer. And Ephesians 6.18, Paul says to pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. And keep in mind to pray for God's people and pray also for me. And in John 17, we see Jesus praying to the Father, praying for himself, praying for others. There's, Mm -hmm. There's something so beautiful about the fact that we now, because of Jesus, have access to talk to God all of the time um, about anything. So prayer would be one. Um, the second thing is, are you in the Word? And I think that this actually really plays a role into our confidence when we engage with people about our faith. Because we're going to be confident about what we know. Mm-hmm. And I think it's in 1 Peter three fifteen where we are told that we are to be prepared to give an answer for the hope that we have. And I think it's one thing to, be knowledgeable of God's word and and like have submission to his word but then like be afraid that we're going to say it wrong or holding a standard of perfection on ourselves or relying on our own strength that's one conversation but it's another conversation to be afraid because you actually don't know how to articulate the gospel you don't know how to communicate what you believe and why you believe it and i think that oh sometimes that can really come from a lack of biblical literacy like a lack of spending time in God's word and hiding it in your heart. Like we read in second Timothy three 16, that God's word is breathed by him and it has been made profitable for teaching and correcting and rebuking and training and righteousness. And so that, we will be equipped for every good work. And Psalm 19, David goes on and on about the Lord's word and how it is perfect. And it refreshes our sight and it makes us wise. And Joshua 1.8 says like, don't let this book of the law leave your lips, like meditate on it. And so I think the, it's just so important to be in God's word every day because it's, it's who he is. And so how can I, again, how can I grow in relationship with who he is if I'm not spending time talking to him and I'm not spending time hiding his word in my heart. Um, So that would be the second thing. And the third thing is staying plugged into godly community, staying plugged into your local church. Um, We were not made to do life alone. And I I think we prove this regardless of how we live. If we live our life isolated from community, we prove to ourselves that God actually knows what he's talking about when he emphasizes our need for people. And then whenever we live life in community connected to the body of believers, we prove God to be right because we're like, yes, he did know what he was talking about. Like we were made for people like in Acts two, we read about the early church and how they broke bread together, and they were sitting under the teaching together. They were praying together, and we read in Psalm one that, like, do not hang out with like with the ungodly. Why? Because it's going to impact who you are, the condition of your heart. And we're called to hang out with. Of course, that's a whole other conversation. Like, yes, build relationships with those who don't Mm -hmm. love God, because that's that's an incredible ministry. But who are your core circle of people? Mm -hmm. Who are the people you're doing day on, like day off type of life with that know you beyond surface level? Are you plugged into your local church because— Yes, you just, you weren't made to do life alone. Woe to the man who falls and has no one to pick him up. So those would be just three practical things that I truly believe if we're serious about our walk with God, then we will take those things seriously and we will truly see transformation happen by the work of the Spirit and by our dedication to these things that God commands us to submit to in His Word. Yes, so good.
1: You guys, Mac and I are revealing our favorite energy drink out there. I mean, forget the sugary energy drinks. Who even cares about coffee when it comes to focus? focus is the best energy drink out there on the market it's delicious it's health conscious it's thoughtfully caffeinated and it tastes like sparkling water ladies forget these nasty sugary gross tasting energy drinks and get yourself some focus it has 75 milligrams of caffeine zero calories zero sugars zero sweeteners that's right zero 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 it's natural caffeine derived from tea that gives you the same boost as 8 ounces of coffee. It's refreshing, it's thirst quenching. It's absolutely amazing. They have so many flavors, you guys. Blood orange, mixed berry, cherry Coca-Cola, root beer. I mean, the list goes on and on. I know what you're thinking. You're like, "Where the heck can I get these energy drinks?" Well, first of all, they're at 4000 grocery stores including Publix, Kroger's, Giant Martin's. so you can find one probably near you, but if not, you can go to drinkfocus.com, but here's the kicker. It's focus with a P-H, drink P-H-O-C-U-S dot com and get yours. We actually have a code for all of our For The Girl listeners so that you can check it out and try the thing. It's FTG20 for 20% off. Again, that's FTG20 for 20% off. Go to drinkfocus.com and try these things. Prayer, scripture, community. I love that. And it's so practical too. You're right. We all really can begin like we have the choice to begin these like yeah. disciplines and these habits like right now tomorrow and anybody listening who's like I feel a little bit behind in my knowledge of scripture and maybe that stops you from like starting like know that like you have access to this like right here right now you're not behind if you feel awkward about prayer don't know how to hear God's voice like just try give it a shot a couple minutes a day and I think you'll grow really familiar (laughs) with it and don't give up on church there's one for you that's our home that's the place we're supposed to be just so so good thank you for sharing that MMA that's so sweet okay I want to know like this is episodes for the girl who wants to share the gospel more so what is it? You're so in love with Jesus. You, you're doing these things. What does it look like for you to share that same love um, with other people? This could be like practically what this looks like, or maybe even I don't know, like an overflow type of thing. What, what does it look like for you to share your faith with people that don't know Him?
2: Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I I love this because there's no cookie cutter answer. Mm-hmm. Which is so fun because every human is different. Every story um, that people have in their life is is a little different. Therefore, their view of God may be a little different through your interactions with them and um, the relationship, the depth of the relationship you have with them may be different. And so every encounter, like it's not cookie cutter. But I think what's so important is that we make the most of every opportunity, that we make the most of every opportunity and we realize that Paul talks about this i believe in first first corinthians or second corinthians and he says that like i water Or I plant Apollos waters, but it's the Lord who grows. Like it's the Lord who allows that change and transformation in a heart to take place. And so as you are making the most of an opportunity to encourage somebody, like I'm talking just simple acts of love to encourage somebody, tell somebody how pretty they look today, to wave at someone, give somebody a smile, hold the door open for somebody. Maybe bake some cookies and take them to your neighbor. Maybe give somebody a call and let them know that you were on their mind and call to simply ask them how they're doing. Like like simple acts like that And as your conversation goes on, not putting the pressure on yourself to to make sure that they think a certain way or make sure that by the end of the conversation, they have to view God in a certain type of perspective, Mm -hmm. but simply being obedient with the moment God is entrusted to you to plant a seed, to water. It could be that you're a part of the harvest in that conversation and you do get to see them surrender their life to the Lord, or you do get to see them be encouraged in their walk with God. Um, but make sure that you don't put that pressure on yourself because that is the work of the spirit who bears witness of Jesus in their heart. Um, But he uses your obedience to do that. And so I would would just encourage you to make the most of every opportunity. I think we can be so quick to overcomplicate things. I know I can, like we can just overcomplicate things, overthink things. We were talking earlier about being afraid of what are they thinking? What if I'm stepping on their toes? Like I, I can tell you, One time I was in an airport and um, this was really cool. So I go to Liberty University and for my evangelism class freshman year, we were given the assignment that we had to share the gospel with two people. And then our paper that we wrote was just our experience. We weren't graded on whether or not they um, surrendered their life to the Lord, but we were graded on the fact that we were obedient and shared the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting in the airport And on my way to speak at a girls retreat and there was this woman sitting next to me and I asked her what her name was. I asked her what she was traveling for, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. And um, then, of course, she asked me like, where I was going and and so I began to tell her like, "Well, I'm going to teach God's word at this girls retreat." And um and she went on to tell me that that's not what she was about. That she did not believe in the Lord and that was just not her thing. And so then I I began to tell her about just uh, this is how I came to know God. I, I literally was just like, I was sitting on my bed one night and I was so weighed down by anxiety. I was holding the standard of perfection on myself. I didn't understand grace. And I, it was made known to me that God wanted to know me. And it was by grace through, his, through my faith that he saved me. And this wasn't anything I could boast about. So I was sharing with her just my experience in um, knowing the Lord. And her response, you would think this is like this big climactic moment moment of like, wow, I need to give my life to the Lord. How can I do that? No. Mm. You know what she told me? (laughs) She said, she literally said, you don't have to waste your breath breath telling me about this. And that was the end of the conversation. Like, like, and like, But then also, like I've, I was going on a walk a couple of weeks ago, and there was this sweet lady. I was on this trail, and there was a sweet lady behind me in this pink shirt, and she looked so cute. And I turned around, and I made my way back to her. I don't know what she was thinking about me. She's like, <laughs> where is this girl going? But I turned around, and I, I said, ma'am, I just want you to know how much the Lord loves you. And she and she went on to tell me like about the church that she goes to, and so like you you literally never know what type of response you're going to get from Mm. people, Mm. but you have to understand that your response is not the answering factor to whether or not you are successful, (laughs) like the the factor of you being successful is that you were obedient and you just were faithful in the moment that God called you to make the most of. And um, that does require you to get out of your comfort zone. That does require you to be vulnerable and take a risk. But I think that that's just what I would encourage, encourage you in is understanding that second Corinthians five says that we are ambassadors of Christ. Like we are here to represent who he is and, God makes his his appeal of reconciliation through us. And so and Jesus says let your light so shine. And so don't overcomplicate what that could look like. Like like we read all throughout the book of Acts and I encourage you girls if you're listening and like and you have not read through the book of acts i encourage you to go read it and take note of how the people of god made the most of opportunities mm-hmm. just to start talking about the lord just to tar- start telling people about jesus and how he resurrected from the dead like and also not only take note of that but take note of how people's responses were all across the board yeah. like there were people who thought that Paul and Barnabas were gods and they began to go and get like offerings to sacrifice to them. And there were people who literally stoned Paul at such a degree that they thought he was dead because they didn't agree with what he was saying. And so like, that's just something so encouraging to know that am I here for the approval of people? No, if I was here for that, I would not be a servant of Christ. And so because I know I'm here for the approval of the Lord and here to be obedient to the Lord, I'm just going to, I'm just going to make the most of every opportunity, even whenever people respond in a way I had hoped and even when they don't.
0: It's so good. It's so good. It's so true. I think that we oftentimes are afraid of looking dumb or like looking like we don't know what we're talking about. And I think there's such beauty in having that boldness. And I love that moment in Acts when Peter and John stand before the Sanhedrin and they, they don't, you know, the word of Jesus doesn't enter into those people. But what does happen is that all that they can know is that those two men had been with Jesus. And like Mm -hmm. that to me is so cool is that we don't have to have the perfect delivery. We don't have to have all the right words. Like we can just be a witness of Jesus in people's lives. And oftentimes I think that just starts with kindness. And I love that Mm -hmm. you said that of just going up and saying like to that woman, you know, you're looking great in your pink shirt and God loves you. And I think that's what's so cool. It can be that simple. We don't always have to have this perfectly, um, thought out message ready to go. And I, when I also think about evangelism, this is something I've been thinking about lately with sharing the Is I think sometimes we want to make it about ourselves, but I think oftentimes, mm. um, It's not about us. We know that for sure, but it's actually more powerful when we do it in the context of community. And I was thinking about, I know you probably have an incredible community friendships, even maybe with you and Josh. And just like, what does it look like to share the gospel, like with your community? Like, how do you do it together? How do you enter in and do that almost in a collaborative teamwork way, because I think there's power in that. We don't have to do it alone. We get to do it with people. And so what does that look like in your life?
2: I love, oh, I love that so much. It makes me think of um, this story I'm about to share. I wasn't there when this happened, but one of my best friends, she was an intern this summer and um, she was hanging out, I think with like, fifth graders, maybe she was with um, younger girls and they were out at this like park area and her and a couple of the girls um, were like, I think they had like a picnic or something. And the girls told my best friend, they were like, Hey, like, let's just go say hi to strangers. And my best friend was like, okay. And so (laughs) for like the next like hour or two, they literally were like going and just like starting conversations with strangers and I don't know why that story just popped in my head but Mm -hmm. I think that that is something really fun whenever you are like whenever you do have a group of friends and you're collectively on the same page about why you're here and um what's so cool is like I know in my classes whenever we're talking about scripture like I'll I'll say something about a certain verse that was specifically highlighted in my heart and then somebody else will bring up that same verse but they'll take note of something that like was specifically highlighted on their heart but it was different mm-hmm. and i think that that's something really fun is just going about your day to day and if you're together in the coffee line at starbucks and together you know that like ultimately your life here is for the purpose of sharing the goodness of God's grace with other people, then like, I'm going to turn around and engage in conversation with this girl here. And we're going to both encourage her or, I or the power of prayer, like, hey, like, I am going to get coffee with this girl today. And um, I just need you to pray for me. Like, I think it kind of comes back to like, there's no really like cookie cutter type of answer. I think it's just me and Josh have people in our life who we're doing life together and we love the Lord. And so really just what's emphasized in my mind right now is just making the most of every opportunity mm-hmm. and like having people over in our home or like truly just like inviting people to church together or mm-hmm. like just being very intentional Um and, and I think that that's just really powerful. Mm-hmm. I hope that that answered your question. <laughs> oh,
1: that's so good. That's so sweet. And yeah, and really picturing it like the family of God is such a yeah. sweet thing to enter into. And I think it's something that so many people who don't know Jesus don't get to experience like what it really looks like to be a part of that family and um, be filled by each other and empowered by each other. So that's really exciting. Like when we're sharing our faith, we get to invite them into that. And it's just like, it's so beautiful. So, so good. Okay. I have a really important question for you. It's a hard one. So I hope you're ready for this. Ooh, okay. I'll do my best. Yes, yeah, <laughs> But I think there's a lot of uh, people, including myself, who I have had friendships or even family members who I've like tried to share my faith with for so long. And maybe like mm. I've had moments, like moments where I've gotten to like say something, speak up about something, pray for them and all of that, but, you know, still nothing has changed and they haven't given their life to Jesus. And some of them, maybe a year, some of them five, 10 years. And what does it look like? And I'm sure so many other people and probably yourself, what does it look like for you to, Continue to share your faith with them. Um, how do you have urgency in that without being overbearing? Um, what just has that looked like in your own life?
2: Wow, I I think consistency is really powerful, um, and the genuineness. I like, yeah, the way that you live your life in a consistent and genuine way. Speaks really, really loud. Mm -hmm. And I think people are watching and observing and taking note of your life at angles in which you may not even be aware of, like they're aware of how you consistently, um, exhibit kindness to those around you. They take note of how you're intentional to like follow up with them and ask how they're doing or Mm -hmm. like you didn't only tell them that you would pray for them, but you actually are praying for them. And, um, and also just your passion for the Lord. I think they'll take note of the fact that, okay, she literally won't stop talking about this. There's gotta be some significance if she's literally surrounding her whole life around the the life death burial and the resurrection of jesus like there's got to be some weightiness to this if she's literally allowing her entire life to be impacted by it and so i think the two two things that i would encourage in this is one like be consistent like on the screen of social media and off the screen of social media, Uh, whenever a bunch of people see you and whenever only that person or your intimate group can see you like in the day in and day out, like insist on the things of the Lord and know you won't do it perfectly. But I think even in that they'll take note of it. They'll take note of like your humility and your repentance and the grace of God and the forgiveness of God that you're able to rest in. And like your life in and of itself is meant to reflect the glory of God and mm-hmm. and I think also the second thing is kind of what we were talking about earlier not putting the burden on yourself to save somebody.
0: Mm, it's
2: good that it break, like we have a responsibility to share the good news. We have a, sh- a responsibility to live as Jesus did for those who claim to belong to him or to live as he did. Like that is our responsibility. But I think that we are fa- we find a lot of rest and a lot of relief whenever we realize that ultimately he, the Lord is the one who knows their heart. And it is only the Lord who can take their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. It is only the Lord who can actually soften their heart to receive him like it's only he who can do that and so i would just encourage you if you're listening and you're in that season of like genuinely just eagerly wanting a family member to know jesus and you feel like it's just been so long I just want to encourage you to not grow weary of doing good, to know that your prayers are not in vain, to continue to seek the Lord, wait and take heart and be expectantly confident before the Lord that, that He is faithful. Even in the ways that you cannot see, He is work. He, like, Jesus says in John 5 that the Father is always working, and it's in ways that are higher than our ways, and His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So just continue to trust Him, continue to pray and wait on Him, um, knowing that it's not your burden to carry, but it is your responsibility to continue to be faithful and to love well. I think that that just brings a lot more um, just— I don't know, brings a lot more joy in sharing the gospel because you have this urgency but you know it is ultimately the ultimately the Lord who can save, who is mighty to save. And and also there was something else that had come to my mind. Oh, oh yeah. Um one of my like best friends ever, she was also in my wedding. She is someone who like prays for lost people like so faithfully and something that she does is like she will take time to fast Mm -hmm. on like a certain day where and like it's specifically over like people who she knows that doesn't know the Lord. And I think that that's like so cool, too. I think that sometimes we see um, fasting as more of an optional thing or as a historical thing that only happened whenever Jesus was here. But I love that Jesus actually says it. I believe it's in Matthew six that when you fast, (laughs) not if, but when you fast. And so also I think going to the Lord and seeing like, how can I intercede on behalf of those people in my life who don't know the Lord? Well, what would, what would fasting look like? What could, how could I intentionally set aside something in my life for like the purpose of, of going to the Lord on behalf of their salvation? I think that that's something too, that no, they may never see you do it, but the Lord does.
0: Yes, that is so, so good. I love that. I think that's such a practical and tangible way to continue to press in even deeper with the Lord. And it's like, I think, again, what's so beautiful about about that is that it's leaving it in God's hands. Ultimately it's saying, Hey God, I'm going to do everything that I can, but I'm going to leave it in your hands. Like I am not the savior at the end of the day. Like you are the only one who has the power to save them. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's so powerful and incredible and such a, such a great way to like continue pursuing the hearts of our people that we love so much, who we want to see come to know Jesus. So that's so good. Everything you shared, just amazing. I love this conversation because I think so many of us have grown up around faith our whole lives, but never really learned what it looks like to share our faith. And so Mm -hmm. I could just think about so many people, if if we were able to step into this more, just like how different our world would look, how many Mm -hmm. people that are suffering from so many things that could know what it's like to have a relationship with Jesus, and so yeah. um, this is just so encouraging. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and MMA, we want to know from you just like what's in the pipeline, what's ahead for you know you and Josh. Any fun things you're working on? Anything that our our listeners need to know about from you?
2: Oh my goodness. Well, um, podcasts come out every Wednesday that I pray bless you. You can go check it out. Have you heard podcast? Um, Also my Instagram first Corinthians 13 love. It's still the same name (laughs) and (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. I'll never change it. Um, Mm -hmm. The just encouragements that the Lord has put on my heart, things he's doing in my, in my life. And all of those fun things are also on my page. And I have a clothing, collection with um, it's called the MMA collection and that we just had our fall drop. So incredible Christmas gift ideas that would be super fun for y'all to go check out. There are some really fun projects in the works, but I don't know if I'm allowed to spill the beans yet. But just be on the lookout for other projects soon to come. So good. Now we're all on the edge of our seats.
0: We can't wait.
1: And it's so fun. But yes, go follow MMA, you guys. Her, her feet is seriously so encouraging. I always think about you actually during um, like social media fasts or like when people talk about like creating like a kingdom-minded feed, you know, so you're not like wasting your time looking at junk stuff. And I'm like, okay, everybody's leaving mma on their instagram for life because (laughs) everything is just purely gold and encouragement you're you're not messing around on there you're not wasting time it is gospel centered and so powerful so yeah go follow her go wrap her cute merch it's the best ever mma you are seriously so wonderful thank you for being on the for the girl podcast and giving us so much direction in this conversation
2: Wow. Well, I felt like I was being, my heart was being ministered to in this conversation as well. So mm-hmm. thank you for having me on. I pray that it encourages you. And I pray that just a mighty group of women can hear this and be compelled by the love of God to go and share their faith. We're not promised tomorrow. So yeah. what are you like? Literally just, you have eternity with the Lord. So what do you have to lose?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So good. (laughs) Thank you so much, Emma. And For The Girl fam, we will be back next week with another episode. We love you guys so much. And we will talk to you soon.